Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and embodiment educator. Your Aquarius season reading was recorded as part of the Embodied Astrology 2024 Extended Year Ahead with astrology dates and timing for your sign. If what you hear in this season's episode resonates, you'll definitely want to check out your year ahead. These annual readings are epic offerings and the results of over two months of research and preparation with this year's astrology. They're ready for download now, and they include an hour-long intuitive divination and channeled reading for your sign, along with an additional overview exploring key dates and timing for 2024's astrology, with suggestions for working with this year's main themes, opportunities, and challenges through embodied energetic awareness practices. If you enjoy my monthly and annual readings, join me sometime in my weekly class, Somatic Space, where we attune with the astrological symbolism of the week ahead through guided meditation, visualization, and gentle and healing movement practices. We meet live on Zoom every Monday from 8 to 9.30 a.m. Pacific, and you can always tune in with the recordings if you can't attend live. For those of you interested in working more deeply with your own chart, learning to read charts for others, Or, if you're an astrologer interested in working with a somatic approach, you might be interested in my foundations course, Your Chart is a Body. I'll be starting a new cohort in March with the Aries season equinox, and registration is opening soon. Check the show notes for more details on all of Embodied Astrology's offerings and upcoming events. You can find written transcripts of all season-ahead horoscopes in Embodied Astrology's virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to the Embodied Astrology blog and our audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing free offerings. If you'd like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave us a great review. You can follow the links in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Thank you so much for your support. Now, on to your Aquarius season horoscope. Aquarius season, January 20th to February 18th. So we are moving into Aquarius season with Pluto entering your sign. Happy birthday, Aquarius. If it is your birthday, you Aquarius suns and happy new solar year to you Aquarius risings. Guess what? Pluto is in your sign. So Pluto will only travel to two degrees of Aquarius in 2024. On May 2nd, Pluto will station retrograde at uh, 2 degrees, and it will actually go back into Capricorn uh, September 1st, but on November 19th, it will re-enter Aquarius. It stations direct in October on the 11th, and by November 19th, it's back in your sign, and then it's going to be there until 2042. So if you are an early Aquarius sun or rising, or if you have other placements in the first degrees of Aquarius, um, then here we go with the Pluto curriculum. So as I talked about in Capricorn season, and as I definitely talked a lot about in your year ahead overview, 
Pluto requires shadow work. Shadow work is internal process. It requires immense courage and self-love. We don't always have courage or self-love when the shadow work begins, and frequently it is the shadow work that builds the courage and cultivates the self-love. And the more courageous and self-loving we become, the more capacity we have to do the work in the shadows. Shadow work involves seeing the parts of you that are unconscious, where you have been suppressed and repressed, and aspects in your subjugated identities and experiences um, that carry the seeds uh, of dominance and aspects in your dominant identities and experiences that carry the seeds of subjugation. Shadow work is working with your ancestry. It is working with collective ancestry and the seeds of suffering and violence and war that all of us um, carry in our minds, our psyches, our spirits. Shadow work is healing work. And the more of us that can engage it, uh, the better the world will become. And I think that there is a lot of need for shadow work currently. And it can happen in so many ways, but it really requires willingness to witness the parts of ourselves that are um, destructive and monstrous and um, ugly. It requires willingness to go back in our memories um, to times in our lives that may have been extremely challenging and heal, um, forgive, repair, integrate. What kind of shadow work are you interested in, my friend? Aquarius season is curious. On January 25th, there is a full moon in your opposite sign, Leo. Whenever signs of opposing polarities are lit up, then so are we. <laughs> and so are the people that we are most related with, who are closest enough in any given moment to really reflect something to us. Leo is a dramatic sign. It is a charismatic sign. And it is a sign that is both uh, incredibly compelling and attractive to you and can also produce high degrees of aversion and repulsion. Um, part of what Leo does is it centers itself. Leo as a fire sign is related to self-actualization and authentic personal expression. And so Leo needs to take the stage. It needs to express itself. It needs to explore. It needs to be fabulous. It needs to uh, be wild and dramatic and carefree. Um, and Aquarians don't always know how to do that for themselves. Aquarius as a uh, instinct 
understands that there are other people around <laughs> and, um, you know, you can make an impact. There are often instincts in Aquarian um, bodies and beingnesses to give other people space and to make space for the group and in that way uh, maybe to put oneself last or to kind of stay out of things, to step aside, to hold the space. But sometimes Aquarius, even you need to put yourself out there. Sometimes even you need to make a scene. And this full moon might be a good time to do it. Um, this is a very creative feeling full moon. It is a full moon that definitely could bring some drama with significant others or family members. I'm going to say particularly with people who you live with. There may be different ideas about some things that need to get examined. Um, the more that gestures can be made to bridge the gaps and differences and get curious about other people's reasons, motives, and meaning making, the more dynamic and creative this full moon time can be. If you're feeling a kind of way and you need to get your yayas out, this is a full moon that definitely would like a dance party. And at home in your living room is a great place to do it. Or what does living room mean to you? Can you gather with others? If you are an Aquarius sun and your birthday is somewhere around the 25th, I'm going to say this is a sweet time for a birthday party. And uh, I would definitely... Ask people to bring you presents that make your home a more generous space. And so that could look like a potluck, everybody going to get fed. It could look like you want everybody to bring you gifts of pillows and beanbags. And from here on out in 2024, you're going to have like, I don't know, places of sanctuary and rest. Um, it could be something else. When you ask to be gifted in ways that allow you to be more generous, you'll get more gifts. <laughs> and who doesn't want to get more gifts? Um, there's a theme in your chart this year. I talked about this, I think, in the overview about generosity and extension towards others. And uh, yeah, you don't need to put yourself at the center. You don't need to give everybody a show. Ask people to come together to help you do it. The day after the full moon, your one of your ruling planets, um, so Aquarius gets associated with both Saturn and Uranus. Um, Uranus is stationing direct. Also in Taurus, um, a fellow fixed sign. So you have activation on the fixed cross pretty intensely around the full moon. The full moon on the 25th, you're in a stationing direct the next day. And to go back to a earlier kind of meaning making, um, it could be that you and a significant other or cohabitant 
um, are trying to work something out about shared values, maybe the futures of your family or domicile. You might be a solo kind of person right now and you're thinking about um, how you want to expand where you belong, the sense of belonging, bring other people in. So doesn't necessarily need to be other people involved just yet for some, but there is a feeling of uh, needing to make moves. And a lot of you are working it out with other people and something is being destabilized in order to restabilize. And you may have been work, like working with some ideas that seem kind of far out for a while. And those ideas are picking up some momentum. It may not be exactly the time to act right now, but there are paths of opportunity that may be becoming more visible around this time or instincts to look for those opportunities that are starting to awaken in you. The 27th and the 28th uh, of January are days that I'm going to say are good for you to rest and be internal. Um, in Capricorn season and in your overview, I talked about the importance of rest in 2024 for Aquarius. There's a lot of changing vibrations in the kind of collective sphere and what's happening externally and internally for you is demanding a lot from your nervous system and your consciousness. Um, so around the end of January, please take some time off. Uh, even if it's time out, like half an hour, just turn out the lights in a bedroom, tell your kids to leave you alone if you have them, like put on your noise canceling headphones, just take a little bit of a you moment. Um, we've got some aspects with Mercury and Mars and Capricorn um, contacting Uranus and Taurus, big earth energy around this time. And what stabilizes you is space to process. You need processing space. So please take some. If you enjoy my readings and find them supportive, make sure to pre-order your 2024 year ahead reading now. My year ahead readings are deep dives into the details of the year, special for your sun, moon, and rising signs, with a focus on making the most of the opportunities and meeting challenges with skill and grace. You'll get a big picture overview that spans the year, connecting 2024 to the past and future, and providing a larger context that my monthly readings just can't get into. The 2024 readings will be published by the first week of January, and they make wonderful gifts for the astrology lovers in your life. You can also now receive a 75% discount on 2023's Year Ahead readings, which still have so much to offer. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. Now, as we get into the month of February, things start to pick up. Um, in your year ahead and in Capricorn season, I talked about a kind of quickening of the pace after January 20th. So getting into February, now we're cracking. Um, Mercury moves into your sign February 4th. Mars moves into your sign February 12th. Venus moves into your sign 
February 16th. As the personal planets, Mercury, Mars, and Venus, all talk about in many ways what is personal to us, uh, as the personal planets enter Aquarius, they all contact the outer planet Pluto. They all form conjunction with Pluto. And they square Jupiter and Uranus in your fourth house in Taurus. And then we have a new moon uh, in Aquarius at 20 degrees of Aquarius, for those of you that know your chart placements, uh, also squaring Uranus. So the moon and the sun squaring Uranus and Taurus on February 9th. Okay, so this is a lot of energy coming into your first house. Your first house is your body. It's your identity. Um, in a lot of ways, it's your face. <laughs> it is the most fundamentally personal placement in the chart when it comes to you as a person, you as an individuated person. This is a lot of energy and it's a lot that's moving through your nervous system and it's a lot of uh, consciousness it is really important that you stay regulated in your nervous system uh, as we get into February. And I'm going to suggest breathing practices. Um, there's a very simple breathing practice that's just called breathing. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. You basically just pay attention to breathing and you don't do anything. You just pay attention to breathing. That's it. That's the practice. You are breathing, pay attention. Notice the quality of your breath. Notice where your breath is moving in your body. Notice the length of your inhales. Notice the length of your exhales. As you notice that you are breathing, you will also begin to notice where your breath feels challenged, where your breath feels spacious, uh, where your breath feels short or shallow, where your breath feels good, and you can play with your breath. You can work to elongate your inhales and your exhales. When you elongate your inhalations, uh, that is boosting to your sympathetic nervous system. It's energizing to your body. When you elongate your exhalations, that helps your parasympathetic regulation and it is relaxing. When you find a rhythmic breathing between inhale and exhale. It is a very balancing for the nervous system, especially when you link your mind to your breath. Bringing in a little bit of a pause at the top of the inhale and the end of the exhale, working with breath retention is also really powerful for the autonomic nervous system. Um, it's a great brain practice and you can do it anywhere. You can do it while you're having conversations. You can do it while you're taking a run. You can do it while you're listening to the news. You can do it while you are sitting in a classroom. It's called breathing, folks. Have you heard about it? It is really cool. When you breathe, you are in relationship with creation. Your inhalations are the exhalations of the plants. How amazing is that? When you exhale, you are actually giving life force to trees. How amazing is that? If you can breathe in such a way that you're reminding yourself that you are in relationship, I breathe in relationship. I breathe out relationship. I breathe in connection. I breathe out connection. And as you repeat that mantra and as you bring that awareness into your body, you imagine trees, plants, 
oceans, sky, birds, bees, flowers, the people you love, whatever. You are connected. You are breathing. This is so good for you. I would also recommend Nervines. So taking things like milky oats or skullcap. Um, people have different kinds of reactions to herbal supplements. So consult your doctor, get a naturopath, look on the internet. Um, there are a lot of supportive, uh, assistive components also in uh, certain kinds of mushrooms like lion's mane or reishi mushroom really help your brain and your immune system. Um, adaptogens. Adaptogens and nervines. This is the time to boost your intake and feed your brain and your nervous system. You have a lot of energy. You have a lot of fucking power around this time and you want to use it effectively. And one thing about Aquarius, because it is related to electricity, is when a lot of charge moves through you, you can short circuit. Do you know what I mean? Have you short circuited in your life? I bet you have. Um, short circuiting <laughs> for Aquarius feels kind of electric. It feels like an electrical storm. And sometimes that turns the power off for a while and you want to avoid it. Okay. It's not like if you, if you can regulate yourself, regulate yourself. Now the benefits of regulating yourself right now, this radical responsibility is multifold. They are multifold. So many benefits in your relationships across the board. When you are regulated, everybody's happier. Um, but it really helps your intelligence. And you're getting downloads in February. You are getting downloads. You Things are clicking. Things are coming together. You are done with this. You are ready for that. You are seeing how it is moving. And as Mercury, then Mars, then Venus enter your sign and conjunct Pluto, um, a lot of personal power is being activated and this process of transformation and shadow work is happening. And so you might be rapid cycling a little bit. And what I mean by that is big swings between uh, despair and delight into the shadow, out into the light. Um, adaptogens and nervines and breathing will help you. And any kind of internal reflection process that you can be in around your own energy and its impacts um, is super helpful. And I mean impact on you and everybody else. And so, you know, when Pluto is coming into your sign and it's conjoining with Pluto, uh, excuse me, with when Mercury is coming into your sign and conjoining with Pluto right at the beginning of February, some of you might feel really intense in your thoughts. You might be really angry. You might feel rage. You might want to like rip something limb from limb. Cool. No problem. Unless you enact it. Those kinds of volatile, aggressive uh, instincts are normal. They are in all of us actually because we all live in a world where that has been enacted. Our mirror neurons have seen it recently. There might be reason for some of you to really like take on some self-defense at this point, 
But I think for a lot of people, like for the majority of people, um, this is a period of time in which you want to get to the power of your fury and let it activate change. You don't want to be a reactive, chaotic, nuclear bomb in the world. You want to disarm and build intelligence around how to use power so that people can have what they need and you can have what you need and chill out. When Mars comes into your sign on February 12th and then conjuncts Pluto, you're going to have a lot of energy. You might be really reactive around that time. Mars connecting with Pluto, that is some force. That is some fucking force. That's right after the new moon in your sign. That is some force. Now you can use that force and you want to use that force for clarity of intent. You are thinking about how to be powerful in your thoughts, your words, and your deeds. You are thinking about how to move out into the world in ways that are transformative for the world. Breathe. Check in with your own instincts, actions, and reactions. How you move with yourself and how you move in the world around you ripples out. Make change in the external by doing the work internally. Stay coherent. February 16th, when Venus enters your sign and then conjuncts Pluto, you could really be in it about your relationships. You might be done with certain relationships. Not all Aquarians, but some Aquarians are really going through a thing uh, this year and next year with significant others, particularly about house, home, family. This could be a moment where you are feeling a kind of way. Now, if you want to be creative and collaborative with your significant others and you want to do a new thing, then how do you bring them into the process? You can't blow them up. (laughs) You have to bring them in. And this is the power of transformative love, which Venus conjunct with Pluto wants to bring us. So what does transformative love look like? Is it Cornell West that says justice is what love looks like in public? This is a great time to be checking in with the abolitionists. Miriam Kaba, her work, amazing leader, right? Tuning in with people who are talking about radical disarmament. How do we really do the work of decreasing violence, disarming, making ourselves safer so that our communities and our world can be safer. Aquarius season is a time for you to embrace your personal power and your personal power is 100% linked with your breath. If you are not breathing, you don't have power. Literally. Breathe. And remember that your breath is a connecting force. It is the force of connection and creation and relationship. Enjoy your breath and breathe with awareness, conscientiousness, and intention.
This work wouldn't exist without a team. Ashgood is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this music. Thank you so much for listening. We're wishing you all the best in the season ahead. <laughs>